What's up, guys? I'm taking my daily stroll through the neighborhood. Perfect weather out. And I'm listening to the damn Weatherman Report. And hello and welcome to the Weatherman Report. I am Bert the Weatherman Myers here. And this is the weather, and once again, it's the Weatherman Report. And I got a special feature on this podcast talking Sweet 16 basketball. We got the one and only Papa Doski, my own dad, Jeff Myers, played at UCLA, coached pretty much his whole life. He knows his basketball, one of the most storied families of all of sports, the Myers family. How you doing, Pops? Doing great, the Weatherman. Yeah, but yeah, we got that Sweet 16. We're going to be discussing, uh, you know, where your bet should be on spreads and, uh, you know, unders and, and unders and overs. And first game up was Saturday, which is tomorrow, March 27th. We got Oregon State, the 12 seed versus the 8 seed Loyola Chicago Ramblers. Oregon State coming off a pretty upsetting win against Oklahoma State. A lot of people at Oklahoma State, including myself. Getting as far as at least the Elite Eight. And Little Chicago stunning Illinois, who was the one seed. Pops, Little Chicago's getting uh is giving up six and a half points. Over unders 125 and a half. Who you got? Well, a little quick uh add to what the weatherman's talking about. Uh spreads come out, they open up right after the game. The the game's played and they know who the, the two teams are. And right now, as Burke said, Loyola Chicago's six and a half. It, it, it's seven now, so it's gone up a half a point. And there's different things that change the thing. Kids get hurt, kids get sick, whatever. Um, kids aren't playing well. Uh, that's more in the NBA. But with the college kids, you know, it's 17 to 20, 21, 22 years old usually. With the portal, that's added an extra year or two, so maybe 23 or 24. But I like uh, Oregon State, and the uh, over started at 129.5. That means two teams, their total at the end of the game. So 129.5 a point, you can't have a half a point. If, if a bet's made and it's 129.5, you've got to score 130 to win that bet if you say the over. If it's under, you can score 129 or under. And, and win that bet. But if it's a, if it's an even number, and I say even, a straight up number, uh, that you know, if it was 129, that would be the that would be the deal. So it's 129 and a half. It's gone down to 125 and a half. So they like Oregon State and Chicago to play real slow. Okay, that's what's happening. To drop four or five points in four or five days, that's a lot of points. Um, and it's where the money comes into. You know, that's that's important. I'm a Pac-12 guy, so I, I, I root for Pac-12, um, whether it's uh, USC or uh, Oregon or Colorado. I, I like Colorado a lot, and they got they got waxed last week. You know, they, once you fall behind, it's hard. These, these kids don't know how to come back a lot of times. That's why the uh, UCLA-Michigan State game was such a huge game uh, for Coach Cronin. Um, Tom is so, so, so such a good coach. And... We went from halftime, UCLA looking horrible, hit a shot just before the end of the half, and man, oh man, they came out like gangbusters. Juzang was hot. I mean, oh my goodness. And everybody said, you see UCLA's coming together as a team now. Um, after they struggled, they struggled. They had uh, four first-half leads out of five games, and that was the Michigan State game, and they, they, uh, they lost every, every one of those games. 
except the Michigan State game, and they they came back from that uh, 11, 12 point deficit. Burger. Down by fourteen. They were down fourteen. Okay. Yep. Um, so yeah, I like I like Loyola Chicago. I like them a lot. The one thing we haven't talked about is that Loyola Chicago's uh, their their experience is tremendous. Uh, and they, they, the coach is fantastic. He gets people to play together, and that's what basketball is all about. Um, they just they handed Loyola their heads. I mean, Illinois their heads. Um, and I liked Illinois early. They're young, though, so it's a tough thing. You get in the tournament, a lot of kids are thinking of the NBA, thinking about going to play over in Europe, thinking about, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're 17, 18, 19, 21, 22, you know, you, you think about different things than uh, just basketball all the time. So. There's other things on their plate. So I, I like uh, Oregon State. The seven points, I think, is, is going to be tough. So if it's seven, <clears throat> if Loyola wins, you know, 57-50, they, they call that a wash. So you get your money back. So that's what that means, okay? So it's got to be you got to win by eight or, or six to, 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 get, to, to get your money. Whether whether you bet Loyola Chicago or Oregon State, depending on that, that's that's the uh, the determinator. Okay, so that's who I like. Burke, who do you like? I personally like the I like the Beavers. I think the Beavers are playing better than anybody right now. I think it's gonna be a close game. I would I would give Oregon State definitely. You're giving them seven. I would definitely be on Oregon State there. Because, I mean, I think it's going to be a nail-biter. I don't think it's going to be a blowout one way or the other. I think it's going to be a nail-biter. And so I would put my money on Oregon State if I were to put the money down. I mean, I just think also seven points is a lot for uh, to put down on a team um, that's playing as well as the Beavers. So that's what I have. Okay, next game. Next game we got... This is a good one. Villanova Wildcats versus Baylor Bears. The five seed versus the one seed. Thursday's line was Baylor have um is minus seven. And the opening line was minus six and a half. But the over under one forty one and a half pops. You think Jay Wright's got this one for the upset, or you got Coach Drew and Baylor keep moving? I, I like Bill I love Jay. As a coach, what he's done in Villanova has been amazing. Like uh, like Butler, same thing, same run. He's getting great kids. The the really crazy things about about this when Villanova Villanova had a rough year. They were in the top five most of the year. It lost some lost some just crazy games. They got their their point guards hurt, but I don't think he, he's the I think he's the issue of. Uh, uh, the camaraderie on the team, I, you know, he goes one on one a lot, and that's for a point guard that that really screws up the offense. Not saying that there aren't great point guards who can take the ball to the hoop, but he's not one of them consistently. He, you know, it's it, it's it's out of it's out of character for for an offense. Uh, it debilitates the offense uh, when one guy takes all the shots. It's not that you know there's, there's no rhythm to it. So, but it started the over under started at one thirty three. It's now 141 and a half. That's huge. So they went from, a, you know, the game's going to be tight, 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 low scoring, to now it's going to be, you know, 141. You know, it's going to be in the 70s. So um, I think Baylor's very talented. They're up and down. Uh, they, 
lost a couple of games, but everybody's those. It's a new tournament. You're not everybody's undefeated right now. That's that, that's in the tournament uh, in the Sweet Sixteen. So that's what I look at. Uh, I I may give the nod to Jay to cover the the seven and a half points. So he 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 loses by seven or wins. He'll 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 uh, he'll take the bet. There's also a thing called the money line, which is you each team's even, and they and then you're playing a uh, percentage. So the percentage will be written down on, on, on that on that bet when you make it. Go ahead, Burke. Who do you like? I like Baylor in this one. I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think Baylor's playing as well as they were um, probably at the start of the season when they were playing on all cylinders. And it looked like they it was like them and Gonzaga that were just far and above better than everybody else. But – I do think it's going to be a close game. I don't think really any of these games are going to be blowouts. I think it's all all of them are going to be close games. I think all teams are going to be coming ready to play. I think Villanova is going to have a game plan to kind of try and slow down the Bears' offense. Um, but, I mean, if the Bears' offense, if they're hitting a lot of threes, they're going to be tough to beat. So I like the putting the money on Jay Wright personally. But it's pr- it's going to be a pretty tough game for them. I mean, I think that talent-wise, um, I don't think they're t- at the level of Baylor. Baylor's got the experience also, a lot of uh, juniors and seniors on their team. So I think I'm taking Baylor on that. Uh, but I'm taking Jay Wright to safer bet, but I think it could be about 10 to 15-point game, in my opinion, but... Then the third game got the Cinderella story of Oral Roberts, Golden Eagles taking on the three seed in Arkansas Razorbacks. The opening line was 11.5 given to Oral Roberts. And now the Thursday line is Arkansas minus 11 and over-under being 159. Pops, who do you like in the... Arkansas or Roberts game? Uh, well, I think I think Arkansas, you know, they should win. But I love I love this Oral Roberts team. I like what they're doing with a small, small Div- Division One school. As far as they have only four thousand, less than four thousand students, uh, which is awesome. And uh, that's the stories that Burke's talking about um, in, in in what's going on. And that's what makes basketball special. Uh, any sport special is, is is those kinds of things happening. So I, I like uh, I, I think I think uh, Oral Roberts certainly may cover. They've got the, one of the top players in the country, a little short short kid. That's why you know what, parents, just because your kid's short doesn't mean that you can't play. I was five foot I was five foot ten as a senior in high school, a backup point guard in high school, and uh, ended up getting a scholarship to play basketball. You know, it helps when you're six foot five, and you can cover. Uh, you know, uh, most of the people on the court that 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 gets you more playing time. You know, you got to find your find your find your niche. That's that's what it is. Not everybody's going to be a basketball player. Sometimes sometimes they become broadcasters. Sometimes they become uh, accountants. Sometimes they become lawyers. It's okay. It's about playing and having fun and having great great memories. Who do you like, Burke? I'm picking the upset here, Dad. Uh, I definitely say you got to bet on Oral Roberts. Got to bet on Oral Roberts here. I think Oral Roberts is playing so well, and I think they come in ready to play every game. 
They're here to make upsets happen. And to be honest, I think Arkansas has been kind of up and down over the last couple games. They played pretty well uh, last game, but I think the opening game was kind of a wake-up call against Texas Tech, where Texas Tech, in my opinion, should have won that game. Um, but I personally think that Oral Roberts would come in, and it's going to be a very, very close game. Uh, I mean, Oral Roberts, I mean, they were down by 20 against Florida and came all the way back and won the game. I mean, they beat Ohio State. I mean, they how how they have how ESPN has them ranked so low in the rankings of who they have in the Sweet 16 is just crazy to me because Oral Roberts has by far got the best resume evolving who they've beaten so far in the tournament. So I got Oral Roberts for sure. That's certainly certainly a pie in the sky kind of uh, prediction, Bert. But uh, it certainly it certainly happened. There's been there's been uh, bigger bigger uh, upsets. So you know you got to play the games. You just can't you just can't uh, throw out uh, throw out your your uh, schematic card and say okay I'm I'm, I'm the best. You got to play them. Yeah, speaking about playing them, the Orange Man of Syracuse, eleven seed going up against the Houston Cougars. And nothing's really changed much as the opening line was Houston minus six over under 140. And Thursday line is the exact same. Yeah, I I like uh, Burke's talking about seeds. And that's great for upsets. And that's great for, you know, this is what the NC2A does. Okay. They're in charge of this. They seed everybody. Okay. So what they, how they do it and whatever, I've never sat in a meeting. I've heard some people talk about it that have been in the meetings, but uh, it, sometimes it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know, if you're looking at it now, it's it's about winning, and, and, and that's that's the neat thing about sports. You got to play the play the games, and I think that uh, I think that that uh, you know Brooks says that you know that it's the 11th seed against you know whatever the seed is, but you know what? It's 16 teams are undefeated. Winner 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 takes all. So that's that's what it is. It's doesn't matter what the it, it matters in the spread you know because people go okay well you know geez it's the 11th seed so people buy that in their minds um i like syracuse they're playing well Bay Bayheim's kids just just turned into a splendid splendid player uh he's tall he can shoot the ball he squares up to the basket very well uh i i just i, I don't see how, how they can't beat this team when they're they're thumping people pretty good I mean, they're building up big leads. So Syracuse is looking really good. I, that's what I'm looking at when I, I look for, for teams is consistency and, and what they do, how they handle pressure, and how they, 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 they deal with the, with, with the pressure that's being put on them. So who do you like, Burke? I like Syracuse. I mean, I think Houston's been – I mean, they should have lost to Rutgers. If Rutgers didn't fall apart, uh, they – I mean, Rutgers would be playing Syracuse right now. I mean, Rutgers full-on just fell apart against Houston. Gave Houston just a chance to win the game, and Houston won. Um, but, yeah, I, I like Syracuse. Definitely bet and put my money down on the Syracuse um, to make the upset happen. And I believe they're going to make it to the Elite Eight. And now our games for Sunday. Isn't there one more game? Nope, those are the only games Saturday. Michigan. Nope, those are the four games Saturday. Or did I say three or only three? You said three. 
No, I said four. I said four. Okay. I got myself all tripped up. No, I got no, I did all four. The first game for Sunday, we got the five seed Creighton Blue Jays versus the number one overall in the whole tournament, Gonzaga Bulldogs. Gonzaga given 13 and a half over under 158 and a half being the opening line Thursday line. We got Gonzaga still same with minus 13 and a half and the over under being 158. Who do you like in this one pops? Uh, you know what? You hate to go with, with that kind of spread this late in the season with good teams. I don't think Creighton's a good team. Um, I think they've been fortunate of who they played the matchups have been favorable, as as well as UCLA. The favorite, you know, it's it's been you know, favorable for UCLA because they haven't run into big tall teams because uh, they're not tall, but they they got a lot of guys between six six and six nine that are very athletic, and, and and that's a bad matchup for a lot of a lot of big guys, you know, because height isn't. When I when I was in college, there was a famous guy, and you can go ahead and Google him. His name is Mark Eaton. I don't know if Mark ever made it to the Hall of Fame, but he did. He did go to UCLA after he played at Cypress College. Cypress College, he was, he was on the uh, number one team in the state of California, and he was seven foot, seven foot five, seven foot four, but he was real wide, and he went to UCLA and very, he played very little. Um, then he played for the Utah Jazz. He was like Defensive Player of the Year like three or four times. He just he gave Kareem Abdul-Jabbar so many problems. And he ended up with a pretty good shot. So uh, Cypress College, uh, the coach there, actually actually uh, played for Coach Wooden way back in the 60s. And uh, uh, we played against him. And man, oh man, he is, you know, Berg, 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 Berg might make that comment about a bad man. This, he was huge. I mean, he would probably weigh 280 back at a time where everybody, you know, if you were over, you know, two, 220, you were a big, you were, you were a big body, and this guy weighed 280, and and uh, he could move. He wasn't graceful, you know. He was kind of mechanical, but he was he was he was very 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 tall. Good hands, good rebounder, good outlet passer. But at UCLA, he sat on the bench for two years. But he obviously got better because he played in the NBA for. What did he play for, Burke? You're the master of the NBA. At 12? least at least 12 years. Yeah. yeah. No, he's at least. he was he was tremendous. Uh, they had the three the three guards went over and played in Europe, and they also had a, a forward, Ron Davis, and Ron Davis ended up playing in the NBA for about eight years. So you know how many junior college kids get to get to play in the NBA? That was a great team. They were undefeated, and they I mean they drilled us. Um, but that's that's what I'm talking about. You know, you, you if you think it's done on paper, you're going to get beat. You know, I'll tell you that. Because I, I tell you, when you play the game and you think, oh, we're going to beat these guys, and that's 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 the, the mantra for these kids now. I says, you know what, everybody, it, it's a match. that They go, well, we beat that team, and so-and-so beat that team, and so-and-so. That has nothing to do with it. It has nothing to do with it. It's like, you know what, hey, you can go ahead and send that off as a loss. And and automatically, when you start thinking like that as, a, as, a, as an athlete, you play the game the best you can, your best of your ability, and you need to be sharp, and you need to be whatever, because that that the player you're playing against is 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 trying to do the same thing you're trying to do. Uh, bring his will, and have you, you know, uh, uh, give give in to what 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 he's trying to do, or she, well, you know, depending on whether it's men or women's game. So who do you like, Rick? 
it's hard not to pick on the Bulldogs here. I mean, Gonzaga's, in my opinion, been arguably the best team in the country. Uh, I when they're when they're playing all cylinders, they're impossible to beat. I don't think any college team could step on the same court as them when they're playing on all cylinders. I mean, they got ten; they're ten deep. Um, ten guys could put up twenty a night. Um, they got two of the best players in the country, and Jalen Suggs and uh, that Timmy kid, the center. Yeah. Um, they got that Kilbert, I believe, uh, Kimbert, who's like one of the best shooters in the country, and he's about as consistent of a shooter as there is. I just think if Gonzaga, you know, has their heads in the right place, I mean, they're tough to beat. That's all I'm gonna say about so you it. You like them to win. I like for them to win, and I actually like for them to cover. I don't. I'm with you here. I don't think Creighton is. Playing that great, I think they've had good match. They've had a, an easier route. They played a you know UCSB that they should have, you know they came could have lost it. Definitely could have lost that. Played Ohio, who's, you know I mean yeah they 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 got an upset against Virginia, but I mean they matched up really well against Ohio. So yeah, and Ohio fell apart. Which it's hard when you get down. You know it's. You, you, there, there is no 15-point shot. There's no 10-point shot. There's no 9-point shot. Unless uh, you know, some coach gets like nine technicals or something. And I guess it's possible. But you know, hopefully, hopefully the referees keep the whistle at bay and, and don't get into that, that pickle. But that's a, that's a big thing. I, 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 Creighton, when, they, when Creighton's on all cylinders, they can be a, they can be a tough matchup. If they're shooting the three... They can be really, really hard to hard to, to handle, but you know what, Gonzaga, you know they, they can defend a little bit, and on offense you got to defend them. So it, it makes it a, it makes it one of those kind of wrestling matches. If Creighton's hanging around and it becomes a three point shooting contest, because I tell you, B, BYU had had uh, Gonzaga on their heels. They were down ten at half uh, in the in the, the uh, in the WCC championship game, and I'm telling you right now. Gonzaga came and gave it to him. Second half, they came, they, they brought him, they brought him out and says, "Hey, we're Gonzaga," and they went and proved it. You know, it wasn't saying, "Oh, well, you know how good we are." Yeah, it's, that doesn't matter. <laughs> you, you can tell you can talk about that in the in the after party, but when you're playing them, you got to go out there and show them that you're the better team. So, I I, I think I, th- I think uh, Burke's right in the way Creighton's playing, but just because you played two games that were mediocre. Doesn't mean you can go out. You can't go out and play one monster monster game because Gonzaga's got one big old bullseye on their chest. And you know what? They're both Catholic schools. You know Gonzaga doesn't play in the Catholic league. They thought about transferring over into that Catholic league. And I'm telling you right now, Creighton gets hot, and I've seen them hot. And man, oh man, they they shoot it from all over the court. So it looks like it looks like the weatherman out there. You know, going out and warming up beyond the half court line. You know, which I never condoned. Okay, so just that that, that stand. Yeah, you definitely didn't condone that, but I still did it anyways. Uh, but yeah, no, I I mean, yeah, I think it's going to be. I mean, you're right. I mean, Creighton did play light size. Remember against Villanova? I mean, they didn't miss a shot against Villanova, and blew out Villanova. But I mean, I don't know. I think Gonzaga's a very well defensive team. Uh, and they're going to defend the three pretty well. So, we'll see. It'll be a fun game to watch. Next game, we got the ranked four-seed Florida State Seminoles versus the Michigan Wolverines. 
And Michigan's given up three in the opening line over under 144. Thursday's line is Michigan's now give up two and a half. And the over under is 143 and a half. Okay, the, getting one one step back and bring this back in. Uh, the spread it started at six and a half for Florida State, and now it's down to down to three or two and a half, whatever it is. Two and a half, yeah. Okay. Uh, Michigan's got an injury to a player that's one of their top players. This is what we began the podcast talking about. This is, can change change a big swing in the in the game. Uh, what Burke is talking about as far as the Creighton Gonzaga game. Absolutely. Hey, Georgetown won that tournament on the Big East. Georgetown, not very good. But you know what? They were playing together at the end, and that's, that matters. You know, it's, it's funny because my brother and I were roommates. You know, he was the fifth child. I was the seventh child of 11 kids. So he was my roommate my whole life until I got older. And then uh, Burke's godfather became, you know, he lived with us our senior year in high school when David Davis living at UCLA. And uh, and so you know Dale became Dave Myers for me, and and I look at that and, and I learned so much you know from both. But Dave would talk about that stuff you know hey, you know you need to you need to go out there and finish. And if anybody if you ever get a chance to look at tape, I mean, my brother my brother would rook, didn't get rookie of the year. He broke his kneecap in the middle of the season and finished the season with a broken kneecap. They misdiagnosed it. So just a super tough, 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 tough kid. And, man, the, I, I've, I've talked to many NBA players. And, uh, you know, the, in the NBA, the way they did things, they used to circle games that, okay, we're playing the 76ers, Dr. J. Uh, we're, playing, we're playing the Utah Jazz, you know, circling that, you know, that player. And each player had their own calendars. Where they 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 put it they they put that up you know I've heard Jerry West when I when I did his basketball camp and I was a counselor um, you know this and those stories and 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 this is this is how you you combat it you know hey these guys are going to wear you out they're going to do whatever they can to win and that's that's what these people do I think in the college thing you see you see younger kids they're not getting paid for it um, majority of them aren't. And they're they're in there for school, and they got to pass school, and it's not easy. Um, and 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 what I what what I what I like what I like about Michigan, you know, it's a tough school to get into. Uh, and and man, oh man, these kids these kids are really they really got uh, a nice a nice uh, nice camaraderie, and I I like them. Florida State's starting to play play pretty well too, though. They they've been up and down. ACC is not what it, what it was, you know, last year and the year before and the year the year before, because North Carolina and Duke both being down. Basically, the history of the ACC, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Historically. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, I I, I, I like Florida State, um, but you know what? If their guards don't play well, they they got to guard that young kid that's a stud. Um, but you know what? Eighteen year olds, nineteen year olds, you know, they have bad, they have bad games too. Look at Illinois. You know, I mean, it just fell apart. And, I mean, they got thumped by, by uh, uh, Loyola Chicago. And Loyola Chicago's record's like, what, 19 and 7, 20 and 7? You know, I think well, they, started, like that, yeah. they started the tournament, I think, at 18 and 7. Okay, they got two wins. So, I mean, their record doesn't look like, oh, wow, we got to worry about uh, 
Loyola Chicago. So, and that, that you don't care about that stuff because writers are looking to, to write papers and, and sell papers, and media is going to tell tell you, you know, who the sweetheart is. You know, they they've got analysts that, that tell you how to feel and how to think. And I, you know what? It's it's a uh, it's it's a big uh, issue for me. I don't I don't go, I don't go for that. You know, I, I I'm, I'm an emotional person and I can lose my mind. Uh, so I, you know, as, as a coach, I've always told the kids, you know what? Your job is to play. My job is to coach. You don't talk to officials. You go out there and play hard. And the NBA's kind of screwed that up, and they let the these these. NBA players talk to everybody and, and and talk like they you're in a you're in a you're in a truck stop you know I mean just filthy filthy mouths and I I don't I don't know when the NBA turned into that but it's it's bad it's there's no there's no reason for it you can't have respect for uh, for the English language you know most of them most of them are educated there's a handful that that got through without the uh, the education side they. Took they, they took they took it off thinking you know, if I if I just get through school and I play basketball I'll be okay, and uh, that that happens sometimes too. So anyways, I like Florida State. I think Michigan certainly could win this game, but I I, I like Florida State to cover the four and a half points or two and a half now or whatever. Um, uh, the, but my one of my best friends that uh, we I gamble with he uh, we're on Florida State to win the whole thing. So that's. You got to go with the team that you that, that brought you there. That's that's uh, that's who's dancing. Yeah, I also like Florida State as well. Um, I think Florida State they have a really good center. I mean, you're not talking about the that one um, I, uh, that center from Florida State who's. I mean, I think he leads the all of college basketball in block shots. I mean, he's a he's a freak of he's nature. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, Michigan. If Michigan's big men are not you know, doing much. Michigan struggles. I mean, Michigan relies heavily on uh, their on Dickinson, their being their, that center and uh, being able to kind of get in the post and do inside out passes and um, go low high. And you know, and they're not, if they're not able to do that, they're not as offensively efficient. So I, I got Florida State winning. I would bet on Florida State. Given Florida State also two and a half points, I think Florida State's going to win the game. That's what I have in my bracket as well. So that's what I got. And now uh, we got your UCLA Bruins pops, the 11 seed going up against Alabama Crimson Tide, who are kind of known as that run and gun team. The opening line was uh, Alabama nine, uh, given six to 145. And on the Thursday line is Alabama given six and a half, 145. And a half being the over under. Uh, just to just to prove that, you know, I mean, when you're betting games, you you're betting to to cash tickets is, is what you want to do. You don't want to bet a game and, and lose. You want to bet a game and win. Uh, we were on Michigan State uh, that playing game, and Michigan State that first half. If first halves win game, UCLA was out. I mean, Michigan State thumped them. And um, we actually, well, my partner and I actually had Michigan State for the game, but we had UCLA at halftime. And UCLA had played four games in a row and lost all four. 
where they were up at halftime, and they were just, they were so far from the lead, it was ridiculous, double digits. So uh, ever since then, we've been on UCLA, uh, first half and the end of the game. And they, you know, we've been fortunate, UCLA's playing, playing very well. Uh, and, and I see that. I, I, when, uh, when Coach Cronin got Juzang, I liked him right away. I liked him in Kentucky. But you know what? He didn't fit in. And when you don't fit in, either you got to give something up or you got to go somewhere else to, if you want to be a t great teammate. And I'm, I'm a big proponent of being great teammates. It's, it's something I, I teach. Uh, I teach the kids. I teach the parents. Um, I think it's so important that everybody understands. I'll teach the parents hey, how, to, how, to, how to do things when I'm not around uh, so they, they can see it and so they understand it even better. And that, it makes it more fun, you know. It makes it more fun. It makes it more fun for the kid because the parents are participating. A lot of the kids that, uh, that Burke played with, you know, their parents own, own their own businesses and that kind of stuff. And they work hard. And uh, boy, oh boy, I'd, I'd, I'd bring them out there during practice, you know, to play, play against little kids and, and then to teach them. That's, it's huge. And this is obviously the college level, which is pretty close to pro. And most, most of them will go play, play somewhere, um, you know, G League or or the NBA, or you know, in Canada, or somewhere across across the world, there's so many so many basketball teams now. But I like, I uh, I like UCLA the way they're playing now. They're hot. Uh, they they thump BYU. I just and BYU is an older team. They usually have older kids, you know, because they, they have the Mormon mission, which is fantastic. Any any time you're doing stuff for God, I'm I'm a big uh, fan of. But uh, I, yeah, and poor, poor, who do they play next? Uh, Abilene Christian. Um, I, I, I like those kids, but I mean, UCLA just brought it. And uh, the Pac-12 did, you know, I mean, that's uh, awfully good three teams that are playing right now, Oregon, Oregon, USC, and UCLA. And Oregon State, you know what? They beat them all. They beat them all to get to, get to this, this point. So you got to win what's in front of you. That's all you can do. You can't, you can't, uh, you can't make up games, you know, you play dice games with it. So I like UCLA. For me, I if the game becomes a fast break game, I think Alabama's gonna blow them out. But I think if uh Tiger Campbell, the UCLA point guard, can keep the momentum, keep uh, the tempo going in a half court way, I like UCLA's chances. I think UCLA is a very efficient team when they're running their offense. Um, they're not a very efficient team when it's a bunch of up and down, turnover after turnover, turnover, turnover. Um, they're very, very efficient when they're just kind of running the offense in a half-court setting. So if it be, if it's a half-court setting and it goes the way I, I'm thinking it's going, I think UCLA has a great chance of upsetting Alabama. But if it gets ugly, Alabama's going to, I think, blow them out. And the last last game. Last game, we got the seventh seed Oregon Ducks versus the sixth seed USC. Oregon coming off a – both teams coming off outstanding wins. Oregon just bringing the hammer to Iowa, and then USC just embarrassing Kansas. Well, you called that, Burke. I, Kansas, uh, go ahead and tell them the spread. Well, the opening line was two and a half, going to SC's favor. Um, the Friday line is SC's also giving up two and a half. The over nothing's changed. The over under still one thirty nine. 
just to correct Burke on this, uh, Oregon was favored when it first came out. Oregon was favored by minus one, so which is almost like a pick 'em. And uh, now it's SC by two, two and a half. Two and a half is okay, what it has. Instead of two and a half, and the over under has gone up like six points. I think uh, what's it at now? One forty three. One thirty nine. One thirty nine. It started like at one thirty four. So that change, that's a big, those are big swings. I like SC. They, they, uh, they play well. Oregon thumped them. And SC thumped them early in the season. Y- you know what? And it's hard when you lose, when you split games. I just watch the way Oregon's playing. And man, oh man, they can defend and they're tough and they're fast. Uh, SC, you know, they, they got that, that, that big man. The brothers are good. They're really good. One's going to be drafted in the top five picks. Um, what I like about SC is their senior guard is now sitting on the bench. And so the coach coach made a great, great decision because I tell you right now, he wasn't playing well. He had one great game against UCLA, and they, they killed UCLA. And uh, the second time they won on the last, uh, last second three-point shot uh, with, like, no time on the clock, uh, a tenth of a second after it left his hand. So it was like, you know, come on, unbelievable. Um, so UCLA had him after losing – you know, badly to them. Um, and UCLA missed probably six free throws. That's another big thing we haven't talked about. Free throw shooting is huge in the tournament. UCLA has been marginally good. Okay, so marginally means that, yeah, they're about 58 to 63% ab- above average, which is not good in college. But uh, uh, you know what? That's, that's stopping them from really, really destroying teams if they make their, sh- their free throws. So... Uh, UCLA struggles at the line. Any of these teams struggle at the line, it's going to be hard to win. Any of these games. So well, that's, that's, that's been, season. they say, SC's biggest issue is they got like the worst yeah. free throw percentage in all of the Pac 12, and they get to the free throw line more than anybody. Yeah, they, 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 they get Drake. Yeah, they get Drake. They were up, they were two of eight from the free throw line in the first half. Two of eight. That means they missed two one on ones. So yeah. They, so they're really two of ten. Okay. And they remember, their coach, he uh, he coached. He was the shooting coach for the Milwaukee Bucks for a couple of years. Um, so this guy knows he knows how to teach it. He led Johns Hopkins um, in free throw shooting. He, he holds, holds a record there for free throw shooting. He shot like whatever ninety two percent, which is a Division two school, I think, uh, or one A, one double A, whatever. Um, but hey, <laughs> basketball's basketball to me. I you know what. You know, people can say Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, whatever. You know what? I, when I was in college, you know, we played against the Claremont Men's Colleges and the, and the, uh, well, you know, when I was playing basketball at Azusa, there was a guy named uh, Greg Popovich. He was the coach at Cal po- uh, Pomona Pitzer. Uh, so he was at uh, Pomona Pitzer. He was coaching there. All smart kids, you know. Uh, uh, we were, you know, we were getting, we were getting some pretty good players at our school, you know, probably seven kids that Division One schools were looking at, and kids went over there and whatever didn't happen, you know, get homesick or whatever, uh, and, and, and those things do happen. But, uh, you know, so, so we played against Popovich back in 80, 81 and 82, and he was coaching there. And Larry Brown found him, and Larry Brown was coaching at UCLA, and he, he's, he meets this Popovich guy, got guy out of the Navy and tough guy, and bingo, bango, bango. Now he's the coach of San Antonio Spurs. So it's 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 a, it's a fun ride. Basketball's a, a got got uh, 
fun turns and crazy turns. It's like a, a Disneyland e ride. So I like I like uh, I like I like Oregon, and I like Oregon big. This is this is one of my favorite bets. This in Syracuse. Yeah, I am in full agreement with that. I mean, I think USC that win against Kansas. I mean, where they full on embarrassed them. I think that was a fluke game. I think I see. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen SC shoot so well. Um, I mean, SC's not a good three-point shooting team, and they just didn't miss against Kansas. And Kansas just gave up. As soon as they got down by 18 to 20 points, Kansas, you could just tell they just didn't try anymore. They just gave up, didn't play any defense. And SC were just basically shooting, up, you know, just at shooting practice. And they were just shooting wide open threes and able to make it. But, yeah, I like Oregon. I mean, Oregon's a great defensive team. I mean, they just blew out Iowa. And a lot of teams had Iowa beating them uh, with, you know, that dynamic offense they got with Luka Garza and all that. Uh, I think that Oregon's going to come out. And they and when Oregon gets the free throw line, they make their free throws. So I like Oregon, and I like Oregon. I'm taking Oregon in that bet for sure. Um, I think Oregon's going to win by at least 10 points. Um, and it's uh, you know, I know some USC fans are going to be upset to hear that, but I just don't trust an SC's offense to be efficient enough. So I like Oregon in that game. And that's it. we got the foot Sweet 16 all situated. And once uh, we get our winners, we're going to have an Elite Eight special. And once again, glad to have you on the podcast, Pops. Well, thanks for having me, Burke. I, I also wanted to shout out to Harrison Sands, who does some of the music for Burke, Joe Dreisbach, who played with Burke and, and, and Xavier Prep, and uh, also one of my favorite, favorite uh, bakeries, Aspen Mills, Marty Webster, my hero. I coached his kids. Uh, you get a chance to go over there off of Ramon and Sunrise. There's not a better person, not a better human being in the business. Love that man and the family, all the kids and and, uh, and grandkids. So I'm, I'm waiting to coach those kids too. So uh, have a great day and happy Easter to all. And uh, hopefully uh, Burke will bring me back if he doesn't, uh, if he doesn't uh, hide first. Uh, I'll be hiding. But once again, you know, shout out to uh, Harrison Sands. We're going to close out this podcast by playing his song, Billy Crystal. Go check him out on sound, on. Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you want to stream your whatever stream website you got. Um, check them out on YouTube, whatever. I mean, this song Billy Crystal, go check out his albums and we are out.